Hello and welcome to the uh, Emmanuel podcast. We are on our very last day of the Proverbs Daily Podcast and I am Amy and I'm here with Karen. Say hello, Karen. Hello. <laughs> uh, we are doing this podcast just because we want to encourage you to chew on the words of Scripture and apply them to your daily life. And so for our very last proverb, we've got kind of a famous one today. It is Proverbs 31. So I'll read it for us and we will get started. Verse 1 starts the sayings of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance his mother taught him. Listen, my son. Listen, son of my womb. Listen, my son, the answer to my prayers. Do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. It is not for kings, Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Let beer be for those who are perishing, wine for those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. In her hand, she holds with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. So Karen... What in that chapter stands out to you today? So there were a couple of things that stood out to me. And actually, uh, the things that King Lemuel's mother taught him, she had some really good thoughts in there, but there are a couple that stood out to me. Uh, First, uh, she taught him not to drink wine uh, because then, what does she say exactly? It is not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed. In other words, if you drink wine, if you get drunk, you just aren't a very good ruler. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. <laughs> like, you just don't make very good decisions when, you, when you're drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if you are prone to, um, to things that are like if you're drinking alcohol, even if it's, uh, I would think if you're 
someone who goes into debt, if you yeah. shop a lot, like mm-hmm. anything that you do too much of, yeah. that that can become um, an issue mm-hmm. when you are leading or if you're leading your household, if yeah. you're leading a church, if you're leading a lot of different things, that it can become an issue. It can skew how you're leading. And so you have to be really careful in that. Yeah, um, I think I think that it's interesting that... You know, we've got the wife of noble character starting in verse 10, and we kind of skip over these things that King Lemuel's mother taught him, and it's good stuff in there, and right. they just kind of get left behind by the the woman that comes next. I know, because when I read it, I was like, oh, you always hear about the Proverbs 31 woman. Well, yeah. what about this woman who <laughs> taught a king these things, and they're good things. Yeah. Um, and so, and we, we did look up, uh, who was King Lemuel and that kind of gets lost in time on who he is, but the name Lemuel, uh, means for God or devoted to God. So it, this mother was, had already devoted her son to God. Yeah. She named him for that. Um, and so she wanted him to be a good ruler. And so she's trying to teach him good things. Yeah. That's good stuff. I don't know if it. I, I can't tell if King Lemuel wrote the rest of the chapter too, but it would be interesting to to speculate whether he was writing about this woman in reference to his mother. Right, I know. Is this his mm-hmm. mom? I mean, yeah. that's a tall order to Yeah, it is. Two of this was his mom. I know, I know. Like, so <laughs> there, I know you love Pride and Prejudice, yeah. and I also love Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and there's this scene in the movie where the two Bingleys and Mr. Darcy and Lizzie are sitting around and they're talking about an accomplished woman. And uh, Darcy and Caroline Bingley start talking about, like, listing all these things. And Lizzie's like, I don't know how you've ever met a woman like this. Because, like, she would be, be such a fearsome sight to behold. And whenever I see that scene, I think of this, this chapter. Because, like, it's such a, an idealized woman that I think there's no way that I could ever live up to this. And I, I agree with that. But at the same time, I... Um... I was sitting with my kids the other day. We Mm -hmm. had a a family get-together. Some of my kids, because, you know, some of them live far away. Um, But we had a family get-together, and we were playing games, and my husband just casually said, you get to do this one because you're going against Sydney, and she is your uh, clone. (laughs) And and Caitlin, my youngest, was like, no, I thought I was her clone. And so then they started to argue about who is my clone, because they take pride in being like me, yeah, um, that they see me as someone to be, they're proud of being similar to me, to being like me. Um, so I don't see myself as being worthy of that, yeah. but they look at me and they see me as someone who is worthy of that, yeah. uh, that admiration. Um, so I think we're harder on ourselves. Mm-hmm than we often need to be. And so when we read this, we don't see ourselves this way, but somebody else might read this and go, yeah, there's a lot of those boxes that Amy checks. Yeah. Um, like, I can look at you and I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of boxes Amy checks. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't look at that and go, yeah, there's a lot of boxes that Karen checks. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, or it's totally the opposite for me. I see you all over the place in here. Right. And so I think we're really hard on ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I know that, um, like it's, I believe in here, it says that she adorns herself in purple. Is that what it says in here? That she tries to make herself beautiful. Yeah. And, um, I, I do that. She's clothed in fine linen and purple. 
and um, I'll ask my husband, how do I look? And he's like, well, you always look beautiful to me. And I was like, no, I want to be somebody that you're proud of. I yeah. want you to be proud of going out with me tonight. Mm -hmm. I want to look beautiful for you. Yeah. Um, that, that I bet that she's doing that. She wants it's not, she's not doing it for herself. She's not doing it to attract attention of other people. Mm -hmm. She wants her husband or her kids to be proud of the way she looks. Yeah. Um, she doesn't want to walk out of that house and her husband's friends are like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he married to her? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's just saying that this woman is, uh, is worthy of that. Um, I, I'm not even say worthy, but just, I, I don't know. I've lost words in <laughs> time, but just is, it's not self-seeking. Yeah. It's not a self-seeking thing. Um, and so it, it just, there, there's another thought that comes to mind. God in further on in the new Testament is we have to die to self yeah. to gain. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that that's what the Proverbs 31 woman does. Yeah, she has absolutely. to die to self to gain yeah. that she gains admiration of her children and her husband. But to do that, she dies to self. She gets up early. Mm -hmm. She does all of this work. So she's dying to herself because, of course, she could sleep in later. She could just put on her sweatpants <laughs> yeah. and be a bum. But instead, she does the opposite. Yeah. To, um, but not necessarily to gain the admiration mm -hmm. of her family, but to do her best for her family. Yeah. And, um, and so she's dying to herself mm -hmm. to gain the best for her family. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of a story. Uh, David and I were at just a little friends get together and I made him a plate of food just, you know, that we were having a potluck or whatever. I made him a plate of food, brought it to him and didn't think anything about it. Cause I do that on a pretty regular basis. And he got home and he was like, all the guys said, I wish my wife did stuff like that for me. Like, <laughs> how did you get her to do that? And it's like, that's just something I've always done. And so that was a huge eye opener to me to be like, well, I want him to be proud and to the other husbands to be like, well, I wish my wife was like that. And, you know, obviously I want all the wives to be wonderful, but that, that was just like, a, I want to act in such a way that he, you know, bragged on me because, you know, he was, he was bragging on me and saying how, you know, I don't know, great I was or whatever. And it made me feel good. And so when your husband and your kids respect you and value you, it, it feels good. And so it is, you know, self-serving in a way too, because it does make you feel good whenever you get those compliments and your children rise and call you blessed. I'm in the teenage stage, and so they're less likely to call me blessed right now. <laughs> Hopefully, when they get older, they come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also want to make a shout out to all the moms out there who have babies and toddlers who are throwing tantrums and they're potty training. And I just want to say, like, don't look at this huge list of things that this woman does and think you have to be doing all that right now. Because, you know, whenever I was in that stage, I would look at her and be like, that's impossible. I can't do anything. Like, I am sleeping and eating and dealing with children, and that's all I have. And I think in that stage of life, that's, 
that's the best thing that you can be doing for your family. But also remember, you are that child's whole world right yeah, now. Like absolutely. you already have all their admiration. <laughs> yes. Because they don't know anything outside of you. You are their whole world. Yeah. And so the, you're doing your job. You're doing what you're supposed to do right now. Yes. You're absolutely. already that Proverbs 31 woman. Uh-huh. So yeah. If you're you loving it. your kids and loving your husband and keeping everybody alive, then you're being the Proverbs 31 woman. For sure. Uh, Let's see. Anything else that stood out to you before we wrap it up? I just want to mention one more thing, just because I thought it was cool, but um, it really has nothing else to what we were talking about. (laughs) I liked that they talk about speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, Mm. um, for the rights of all who are destitute. And um, and actually, it does tie in. When you speak up for your children, Mm you're doing your job. Yeah. You're being that Proverbs 31 woman. Sometimes it may be other people, but when you go into that school because your child is not getting um, what they need, yeah. you're doing your job. You're being that Proverbs 31 woman, but it also, um, they're telling a king to do that. So kings are supposed to do that, but as a mother, you're supposed to do that as well. Um, and there may be times that you... You just don't know how to go about that. Ask for help. Ask for help. But mm-hmm. definitely go speak up for those that don't know how to speak up for themselves. Yeah. And um, But that really stuck out for me, too. But mm-hmm. it seems kind of odd that it's just placed yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just thought it was strange. But it, it's definitely <laughs> put, kind of slid in there. But I thought it was a really good thing. Like, yeah. speak up for others. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, we have to do it with grace and dignity, yeah. don't yeah, absolutely. Screaming at people. <laughs> yeah, Don't do that. That's not going to work very well. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's really good and a, a good thing to teach our kids to. We, we oftentimes want to, you know, especially in today's world, just video the fight that's being had or, you know, go and talk and gossip about it. But, you know, there are people out there who are getting hurt and we have the responsibility to stand up for the weak and to make sure that they're protected. And so I think that, uh, you know, as King Lemuel as a ruler was supposed to do that, and we're supposed to do it ourselves and teach our kids to do it. And I, I think that the world would be a much better place if more people did that. Absolutely. So, um, so that's what we had for Proverbs 31. I hope that you will look through the chapter and find some things that stick out to you and really uh, meditate on those and think about them throughout your day. Um, we've really enjoyed doing Proverbs with you this month. Um, stay tuned. I think there's more in the Emmanuel podcast coming soon. So, uh, we'll get you up to date on that and check back tomorrow. You never know what'll be here. Thanks for being with us, Karen. Thank you.